this week on the Bamfcast. If you want to be my wrestler, you gotta suplex my friends. Casting pods is easy. Yeah, one star we're in. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Bamfcast. Hey, Bamfcast. Episode 368. 368? Yeah. That is a large number. Mm-hmm. One, one more than the last time. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamfcast is uh, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They go into five jocks and robot jocks. Robot jocks. Good job, robot jocks. Keep right. it up. Yay. However, there are bad bad movies. This doesn't stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Boo, Twilight. Or you know douche- what you did. Or yes. douchebags in general. Sure. Uh, yeah, so we're doing March to WrestleMania because we're, we're dumb. <laughs> Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it works. <laughs> it worked out great last week. Um, so we were like, man, well, yes, because we, ba- we kind of cheated last week. <laughs> yeah, we, we totally did. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't even do that for the anniversary. No, episode, no. Like idiots. No, we didn't. <laughs> uh, so we decided to bring all the wrestlers for mm-hmm. this one uh, with 2016's Countdown. Yes. Starring Dolph Ziggler and Kane and cameos by a bunch of other people. Right. Yeah. Uh, WWE film and all that. Uh, let's do a uh, plot summary for this hero movie and then talk more about it. Mm-hmm. When a madman kid, kid, fuck, I can't speak. When a madman kidnaps a young boy and rigs him with explosives, Ray defies his captain and takes matters into his own hands. Now he must beat the clock and save the innocent child. Accurate. Let's mm-hmm. rate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a movie. It is. It is available on Netflix should right. you want to watch along, but mm, boy, should mm. you. Or you can listen to us talk about it first. For the first half. And yeah. <laughs> then we'll rate it and you'll know whether you should go watch it <laughs> yeah. or not. Good, bad movies. Uh-huh. Enjoyable. But, oh. Yeah. Wait, we already did that. Yeah, part. yeah we, we did. did. Okay. So. So. Uh, Dolph this, Ziggler. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, All right. He's a guy. Is he a popular wrestler? No. No, not really. Is yes. He, is he a heel Sometimes, according to his Twitter account, he is currently a heel. Okay. He was a face for a very long time, okay. and that went nowhere. Okay. <laughs> Some people really like Ziggs. I like Ziggs. Yeah, well, yeah. He he's he's a good dude. He's a worker, but like they keep like he's like the dude that does the pre-show fights and shit he, now. Yeah, he just never. He's not like main event talent, right? He sells the shit out of everything. Yes. Though. Like when he gets hit, mm-hmm. it's like full steam. Like he's just. Oh, my God, I've been shot. Yeah, I, yes. I think the problem with him in wrestling speak is they've just never given him a clear personality, and that's why he doesn't shine. Right. In the ring, his ring work is excellent. Yeah, he's been like Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. and Shawn Michaels, and sometimes he's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, mm. that's pretty close. He's also like hard rock dude. He does have a little bit of hard rock. Like he hair also, metal dude. Every once in a while, will steal someone's <laughs> girlfriend. Mm. Yes. But usually inadvertently. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be taking a shower and someone's girlfriend will walk in and then all of a sudden that starts an angle. Correct. That's happened to me before. Sure. And sometimes he's a cheerleader. (laughs) That's happened to me before. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. All right. So, but would I'm I'm assuming he would not be your first pick to be the star of a WWE films movie. He was available. Mm -hmm. I think this might have been charismatic. Yes. And so this might have been while he was injured or they had nothing for him. Yeah, it, it's right. it's a Could strange be. choice for a leading role person, but they've they've done that in the past. They've they've picked other dudes that have like gone nowhere in the actual wrestling career, and like here's a movie. I think a lot of what they do for especially their B tier stuff is maybe put a guy in there who could be 
potentially elevated by the movie mm-hmm. instead okay. of someone who doesn't need it. Like John Cena doesn't make movies like this anymore because he doesn't need it. Yeah. Someone like made, Ziggler, you're like, yeah, let's have him he start made the movie. Marine and it was all downhill from there because yes. the Marines fucking awesome. It was. So he was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do Amy Schumer movies and shit. <laughs> right. Yes. Cameos in R rated movies that mm-hmm. seem the opposite of John Cena's. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> audience, but yeah. So I think this is probably more of a like, hey, let's expose Dolph Ziggler to everybody, let the world see how charismatic he is. Mm. Okay, so that went wrong. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just I don't know enough about wrestling to yeah. know like, should I know who Dolph Ziggler is? Not no. really. No. no. Okay. I will say I don't believe he is wrestling at this year's WrestleMania. I don't think so. Unless there is a 80-man battle royal to throw him out there for, but he does not have a match. Okay. Not that I know of. Yeah. No. So. All right. But anyway, he's the star of the movie. Yes, he is. Yep. And he has another wrestler friend. I guess. Second build. <laughs> I guess. Glenn Demon Kane Jacobs. Right. Well, yeah. he's Officer Kane in this. In this, he is. He is Captain Corporate Kane. Kane. Captain, Captain Kane. Captain Kane. Captain Kane. Yeah. Captain Kang. <laughs> Yeah, they are cops in Seattle. Mm-hmm. With the sweetest Seattle Police Force logo ever. Yes. And also the sweetest that Seattle Police like, Force building ever. Yeah, that shit's from like Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. It's a badass logo. Yeah. And they're off to sort of weird modular. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's like a co-op. famous, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know much about architecture, but I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's a famous building in Seattle that's okay. not remotely the. Yeah, police no, department. No. Probably not. It's very impractical for a police yeah. department. Yeah, but we are introduced to Zolf. 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 Diggler. Zolf Diggler. <laughs> I see it in big shiny lights. Cousin of Dirk. What's he doing in the impact zone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, we, we are introduced to uh, his character mm-hmm. uh, during what is a gun bust. Yes. Where he is trying to convince Russians who are using, uh, who learned Russian from Teddy KGB and rounders <laughs> or should I should say learned the English they speak as Russians mm-hmm. by watching Teddy KGB and rounders yeah and uh, yeah he convinces he convinces them that the guy with him is not a cop by shooting him in the chest mm-hmm. through his bulletproof vest yep which course, into his bulletproof vest. yeah because right. we all know I mean come on we know they're cops. As yeah. soon as as soon as they walk in, we're like, yeah, okay, those guys are cops. No, but the, the Russians other, also know they're cops. Yeah, because the other guy is totally, I'm a cop. Yeah. You know, just look at him. Look at me. I'm a cop. Mm-hmm. And I'm all nervous and jittery. And mm-hmm. Yeah. But so Ziggler shoots him and says, all right, now can we make our deal? And Russian so, is impressed. He's like, yes, we can make deal. Mm-hmm. It's more like, no, we can make deal. <laughs> chick, chick, chick. Yes. Check me. But yeah, so they, you know, they're going over all the guns and he's describing them in loving detail. And Dolph is like, yeah, that's a sweet, sweet gun. Yep. It's awesome. And then eventually he knows, you know what's sweeter? Busting assholes like you. Yeah. Busting two bit Russian mob wannabe jerk off. Bleh. Cops are here. Cops come in and bust that guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. And, and then he goes back to the weird well, place. Station. Yeah, and also gets punched out by the guy he shot in the chest yeah. so that we know that he's alive. He's like, if that had been an inch over this way, I'd be dead. He's like, shut up. No. Dolph's like, nah. And the other guy did ask him, he's like, why didn't you shoot him in the head? Yeah. Like, soldier. 
Yeah. It's like, shot him in the heart. Stop the bleeding immediately. Mm-hmm. You want to clean that up? I didn't think so. <laughs> he does claim that to the guy after we realized that he's alive, that he just shot him with a 22. And I'm like, mm, cop issued 22? No. 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 He was carrying a 22 for... For this purpose, for, for this purpose, poss- possibly having to shoot your partner purposes, specifically for this, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. But the partner was not happy about it. Mm, no. This basically gets Kane, gets him written up by Kane. Yeah, no one's happy about it. Yeah, he goes back and is getting dressed down by Kane. Yeah, Captain Kane's mm-hmm. like Dolph. It's like, look, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just can't go shooting your partners <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> and Dolph's like, yeah, but I got results. Yeah. <laughs> And Kane's like, yeah, well, here's this lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, whoever Which, the hell she is. Department Ginger from of, Ginger Snaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Catherine, Catherine Isabella. And she's... They, they never say she, Ginger Snaps. Yeah, they never say she's like internal affairs. They give her some like long-winded like, it's internal affairs, but they She's an investigator that. for the, the PID. OAP. P, the yeah, the P- Office of Administrative Policing. Policing, yeah, sure. yeah which is a, it's <laughs> just a, say internal affairs by yeah. by yeah. the city council to uh-huh. watch over the police office and blah 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 blah. But she's just like, there's going to be a hearing, badge and gun now. Thirty yeah. days, yeah. you're probably going to get thirty days out. with pay. Yeah, and Kane's like, you should focus on the with pay part. Yeah, like get out. Seems, seems badge and gun. Let's go. It's mm-hmm. been a while though since we've had someone actually have to turn their badge and gun in on yes. the show though. Yes. Seems pretty nice though. I mean, it's good, you know, get a month off. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then you get fired. Yeah. <laughs> you get to use up all your PTO first. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. A month off to go home and cry about your son who is dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we were taking bets on where this movie was going from the very beginning mm-hmm. because as soon as Lady Cop shows up, we're like, oh, well, obviously they're going to end up together. Mm-hmm. And then he goes back to his desk briefly and he's got pictures of his wife and kid. And we're like, oh, they're probably dead from gun violence, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. obviously. Yep. Uh, with the fervor which with, with which he took down the arms dealer. Yes. Um, well, he goes home and we're like, oh, his wife's not dead. Yeah, because she comes in. And she's like, you can't keep coming in here because she's sitting in his son's room. Son is dead. Yes. Um, and she left him for another cop, and he basically, we find out, we really don't know this until later, because she just kind of says, you can't come in here, and you think she just means you can't keep drinking beers and coming into the son's room. I think it's more context clues. It's just pretty much, yeah, you can't keep doing this. Right. Well, I know, but I mean, even if he was still together with her, it's more like, stop coming into the room and, you know, reliving this. Yeah. We find out later that they're separated, and he basically broke into the house Mm -hmm. to cry into her room and... But then we yeah. never see her again. Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> he gets a text on his whatever <laughs> weirdo phone, phone that he has. <laughs> Did he wake up in the son's bed? Yeah. The Windows 98 phone. He just fell so asleep. She just left him. Yeah. She's like, so you sleep it off. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he gets a text like, police station now. Yep. Yeah, because he had received a package that was covered in stamps that he had given to the forensics lazy. Oh, we got another one here. Mm-hmm. Something to that effect. Yeah. He's like, I'm suspended, so later. Deal with it. Have fun dealing with it. Right. Sunglasses. So they deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> the way they dealt with it is they analyzed it and found a an IP address that was included, which... Yeah. Look, I'm sorry, movies. This is a pet peeve, <laughs> but if you're going to use a, a private IP address, which I understand, because if you put out a real one and it links to something, just give out the IP address for the fucking WWE website. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. But they put out a 192.168 IP address, which if anybody's ever bought any fucking router knows that's a private IP address. Yeah. Like that's, that's oh, like, I, did, I didn't even know that's like that, the yeah. most common private IP mm-hmm. address. There are other ones that people don't use as often. However, <laughs> the video was coming from inside the building. It, it wasn't though. <laughs> 
it it, it was not. He he opened up. There was a note. There it was, a, was originally, a, <clears throat> like spoiler alert. It was alert. routed through yeah, it was, Dolph's computer. Yeah, it was routed Remember through. Yes, find out but if the tech people can trace that, they would go. That's a local IP address. Yes. So it's would. still broken. It's broken in hey, there somewhere. But listen, they they try listen, to someone budget cuts. Yeah. They, I, I'm just saying there are other numbers that people wouldn't immediately go. That's a that's a that's a private IP address. Hey, I'd say their target writers, audience has no fucking idea what an they IP hired a guy is. who said I you're right. It. You're right. I'll I'll give you this. You're right. You're absolutely. There's right. There's like five other sets that are less common, they, and people wouldn't immediately go. Oh, they yeah, hired some guy from the Geek Squad who's mm-hmm. like, I know computers, and they're like, here, you're hired to run our IT department here yep. at the police. Just budget so cutbacks. You are right. Dolph has cost us tons in <laughs> loose cannonness. But the only way to make it up is cheap IT. Yes. Yeah. But they almost like make mm. make it make sense by like him running it through like an onion router or some shit because it's he's like, I'm trying to trace it. It's going all over the world. And mm. um, eventually it just gets to a video and it's it's this little kid uh, like taped to a chair strapped with a bomb. Well, it's a password protected countdown clock. Right. And it's at nine, nine and a half hours. hours. I think it's like nine hours. OK, so whatever. And so they, it's it's a five letter password. What is it? And it's just like I don't know. Put my kid's name in there. Puts his kid's name in there, and it opens up. Yeah, right. Starts the countdown clock. Starts the video, mm-hmm. which is of this little kid bounding gag somewhere mm-hmm. with you know just bombs strapped to hardware him. bullshit all over him. Yeah, and and everyone just starts freaking out. Is this live? Is where is this coming from? What is this? Just ah, and no one's like listening or paying attention. They're all just shouting mm-hmm. at each other. And it's just, okay, there's a kid with a bomb somewhere. We got to go find him. And I guess someone said something like, there's a ticket waiting for you at a thing. Because the first place Dolph goes is to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Which. Yeah, well, because the. Oh, he's got to take the money. They asked for $2,112.35. Yeah. Right. And it's like, put it in this bag. Take it to this place. You have a ticket to get in. We'll tell you what to do when you get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only reason they're doing it is because they have requested specifically Dolph mm-hmm. to drop it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like calling him Dolph. Because <laughs> he's, he's not the Dolph. It's called yeah, Ziggler. Ziggler. Okay. I'm just going to call him Ziggler from Probably now good on. Idea. Because every time I say Dolph, I'm like, yeah. man, there's a much wrong, better wrong Dolph. Dolph. Yeah. Yeah. Who would think? We'd have two Dolphs on the show. <laughs> <sighs> the Dolph conundrum. Mm. Yeah. But so, yeah, they, they just pile the money in a bag and they put a tracker on it and they give him a camera on his button that he puts on his shirt mm-hmm. and then he just goes to this arena and you know I'm here for a ticket it's... to which they give him a ticket and it's a WWE show yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. enjoy random stolen footage of all the wrestlers in the back well, working out not yeah. stolen I mean well right. but <laughs> candid basically yes. none of it is like okay now big show it's time for your scene it's just someone running by with a with a camera just like we need two seconds of establishing wrestlers. Well, okay the one you the one person you picked i think was planned a little bit because do you really think that he just happened to snap a a, a resistance ban while the camera was walking by yes i think he does that every five oh, seconds okay. <laughs> he's the big show sure but yeah there's just a gaggle of wrestlers doing mm-hmm. things doing wrestler stuff right warming up mm-hmm. and uh dolph goes to his seat there's a guy in a seat yeah tells the guy to go away there's a phone there. He's like, hey, you forgot your phone. Oh, wait, no, this is okay. This is, this is also a bad plan because the whatever dumb UI they've mocked up for their, you know, Walmart phones mm-hmm. is like the battery is like all but dead. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, you mock this up and then but now my brain is going, why did the kidnapper guy give him a phone that's about to die in case it does die? 
and whatever. Yep. These are little things I'm noticing throughout this movie. It's like, you made this up, and then you you, you put a detail in there that makes mm-hmm. me think, this guy didn't plan this out very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but immediately, he gets a text message like, you brought the cops. Yeah. It's like, I he should just be like, I am a cop, idiot. But yeah, the guy he shot is just two rows behind him in a hat. And yep. he just he just is like, okay, get out. He of turns here. around. He's like, yeah, I made you <laughs> get out. Mm-hmm. Were, there, were there not any other cops in the in yeah. the entire police department that they could bring other than that guy there, that looks like a cop? There's acts nine like a cop. million cops outside. Any of them could like the guy who confronts the guy later mm-hmm. didn't look like a cop. Yeah. But I also don't know why like they brought internal affairs lady along with all of these plans. She had to keep an eye on Ziegler. Yeah. He was the loosest of cannons and could go off at any time. And also, she's third build in the movie. Yeah, she has to do something. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but Dolph gets instructions. Had I looked in the script, I would have known. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ziggler gets instructions to take the money to a front row and and deposit it. And this is interspersed with wrestlers coming to the ring, the longest of which is the fucking Ascension, which who just take forever and are the worst. It, it Road like, Warrior reject from a, from a timeline and wrestling perspective, none of this makes any sense. No, because they're introducing tag teams, and then like they're gone for like twenty seconds. Like yeah. they've introduced three tag teams, and the next thing you do, you see is like stolen footage footage of uh, Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. It's like, but well, yeah, it was a really fast like <laughs> eight man tag team match. Yeah. Sure, but like this, they've spliced together two events. The one, mm-hmm. the majority of this is a house show. Then all of a sudden, it's the Royal Rumble. Right, whatever. Yeah. But so Dolph deposits the money in the front row mm-hmm. guy immediately shows up to take it and they've got like the aliens tracker on him as he's mm-hmm. wandering around the, the yeah, arena. Of course, the bag has GPS. In it. Right. He swaps out the bag, takes in the bathroom, changes the money out, goes and they're like, how come it's not moving? Get him. So like nondescript guy just comes out and is like, hey guy hey buddy freeze doesn't even try to play it off like, hey, you drop something or something. No, he's well, just he's like, like, hey, hey sir, you, sir. Yeah. No, he no. D- and that guy immediately gets shot for his troubles. Mm-hmm. So this just leads to a chase through the arena, which yeah. uh, bad guy shoots one or two guys. Mm-hmm. Dolph is also running around backstage. He's pulled his gun now, so he's running around. Well, outside. No, actually, he didn't have a gun. He took the uh, gun from the dead cop. Yes, that's right. Um, but he's running through with gun in hand. And the only exciting part of this is he rounds a corner and there's uh, Rusev <laughs> standing there working out. And he basically is like. I'm going to take this guy out. He's, he's running around with a gun. <laughs> well, and, he's like, show me badge. Well, he, he no, <laughs> yeah, he knocks him into the wall. He chucks him into the wall. Yeah, he right. him into okay. wall and then right. he's like, he's like, wait, wait, wait I'm, a, I'm a cop. And then he's like, well, show me the badge. Mm-hmm. And then so he reaches for it and realizes he doesn't have it because yeah. he's been suspended. So he just gives him the Dolph Ziggler heel kick mm-hmm. into the face. Yes. And then I don't know. Lana says something. She like, says that's a real man. Yeah. Yes. Which I guess led to their CJ Parker from Tallahassee, Florida mm-hmm. in her role as Lana, the ravishing Russian. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Which I guess led to their summertime feud of she liked him for half a second. <laughs> Must be. Sure. <laughs> but she probably really talks like this. Uh, <laughs> but they, the bad guy. I don't understand this plan, but he runs up to the catwalks like over the stage, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, to which you can see the arena is empty. Right. But he's running. Yeah. He's running around there, and like everyone is up there. And finally, uh, Ziggler catches up to him and is like, "I, I, I don't want to shoot you, man. Like th- this is over. You're, yeah. you're, you're captured." He's like, "Nah, you shouldn't have come. I told you not to, not to get up here, mm-hmm. not to follow me, not to do any of this." And he's like, "I'm, I'm gonna make the call on my Nokia phone that's yeah. gonna blow up the boy." Yeah. And he basically says, "You took something away from me. Now you get to feel the same loss." Mm-hmm. And Ziggler's like, "Yo, my son's dead. I." 
I lost something. Yeah. Who are you, by the way? <laughs> Blam. Yeah. Also, here, here's a bullet for your head. Right. Yeah. But as the like the but, guy is holding the phone, yeah, out he, he for is like forever. he is, he has dialed the number yeah, and yeah, is like holding the send. number out. Like I'm gonna make the call, and Ziggler's just like, I don't want to do it, man. Okay, Blam. And it's like. Dude, lead with that. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, other than like, I was like, okay, just shoot this guy. And then I was like, oh, shit, he's the only guy that knows where the kid is. Mm-hmm. And you shoot him in the dick. Yeah. Yeah. He could have shot him in the shoulder, arm, like anything. Make him, drop, make the him phone. drop the yeah. phone. Yeah. Instead, no, forehead. Not sure. Yeah. That's that's how you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so guy's dead. And they're like, cool, guy's dead. Uh, But shit, where's the kid? Okay, well, we have like six hours to find the six and a half hours to mm-hmm. find the kid, whatever the hell's left. The, yeah. t- the timeline after this doesn't make any sense. Cause... Yeah. And then she's like, where are you going, Ziggler? And he goes, am I on the force? She's like, no, you're still suspended. Am I under arrest? Am I under arrest? No. No. He goes, that's none of your fucking business. Yeah. yeah say the fucking words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, let's talk about the soundtrack oh, real fuck trick. the soundtrack. It fucking garbage. Oh. Oh, trash ass like garbage rock. I hear you guys Ugh. complain about everyone's entrance music for wrestling. Now, because like they just try and make their own and sell it, and it's yeah. all like trash rock. Yeah, this is worse. Everything I hear on this is like, man, this must be like everyone's entrance music. It's nope, just it's worse. Generic. No. That's why when there, there's someone that has a good entrance music, we latch onto it. It's yeah. like, oh yeah. shit, that one's actually good. It's yeah. surprising how much better most of the entrance music lately has yeah. been than it's, it's, this shit. It's really the people that started about five to ten years ago that have yeah. the worst stuff. Yeah. What's like Randy Orton? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> We actually had a No Quarters episode named Randy Orton's Terrible Entrance Music. Yep. And that's what I think of whenever I think of that is I think of every song in this. That song is this. better than anything in this movie. <laughs> wow. This is like, so WWE does this thing where they, uh, for each pay-per-view, they pick like the shittiest song that they can find off of Spotify's like mm-hmm. new and notable or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they use that for their, for their theme music for the pay-per-view this is like all of those put in a blender and then poured on top of a steaming pile of turds that's <laughs> that's what this is it's ugh. yeah the big ones like wrestlemania they 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 ask do you like imagine dragons yes mm-hmm. but or but, you yeah. know they get some florida georgia line going right yeah. or that other one that welcome to my house <laughs> right. thing the that song. was stuck in my head for six oh, months from the straight. artist florida was that Florida? Yeah, oh. it was Florida. Okay. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm sorry, Florida. Right. It was also terrible. But yes, the soundtrack for this, terrible. Garbage. Terrible. Garbage. But anyway. So anyway, he leaves to a... Yeah. After he tells her to fuck off uh-huh. and... He goes to a tattoo parlor. No, well, he's going there to like follow... He's going there to follow leads. Oh, right. And there's a car following him. And so finally, he just jams on the brakes. Car rear ends his truck. And it's her. And he's just like. He just keeps looking at his watch like this kid's yeah. going to blow up. And she's like, yeah, but blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, yeah he's, but kid. He's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Why are you bothering me? Yeah. Go find the kid. Mm-hmm. She's like, I know you're you're looking out for him. So he takes her to the tattoo parlor. Mm-hmm. To which he threatens and assaults the majority of people in the tattoo parlor. Well, the place was closed and locked and they were doing private tattooings. And yeah, yeah. pretty much all of the. Let's gather information as to where the kid is, is, you know, fuck Miranda Wright's greater good kind of thing, because it's all like, <laughs> let's just go in here and kick some ass until you start talking. Well, he's and not that, a cop anymore. Right. I'm just saying the tattoo parlor is, is extremely mild by comparison to what he does later. Yeah. But I mean, he busts in and like immediately like dude opens the door and he's just like, 
kicks the door onto the dude's hand, like pulls the guy's hand out and then like kicks the door on it to mm-hmm. like, break the guy's wrist. And then it's just yeah, threatening him. And then gets and, a bat somehow and is just like beating people with a yeah. bat. Mm-hmm. And eventually he's just like, hey, here's a picture of this dead guy. Somebody tell me who either you know who he is or tell me about the tattoos. Mm-hmm. And one guy's like, yeah, this one means this. This one means this. They mean really stupid things, though. Like, he's like, he's got a snake on his neck. That means he's a drug addict. And he's got a mermaid, which means he's a child molester. I'm like, the fuck? (laughs) One, how did that get? How did that get decided? Don't go to Russian prison. I guess. But it's like, all right, you touch kids. We're going to put a mermaid on you. (laughs) It's like, how how dare you besmirch mermaids like that? (laughs) This is why I'm not a fan of manatees, man. They Uh, symbolize bad things. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. guess they do. Yeah. We should just go boating more often. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> get, get rid of them all. Huh? Um, but yeah, yeah so he, they've yeah, got information now. He gets a name. Yeah, he's like, does, is, is he the one that says, go talk to the guy at the consulate? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yep. He's like, I, who's the guy that can make bombs? And he's like, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, he goes to the consulate. She goes to the slum apartments right. to find the kid's pe- family or whatever. Mm-hmm. Her detective work. Involves walking down the street, showing a picture of the kid, and going, "Do you know this kid?" Well, hey, she, you know this kid. She only stops like every tenth person, and the first people she asks are whores. And then it's just well, they're on the street a lot, Chuck. Well, I guess so, but I mean, they see things. They have yeah. terrible eyesight. Don't you know anything about whores? What? <laughs> their eyesight is terrible. No, they, man. Never they see don't anything. all have syphilis, Chuck. <laughs> no, I just Lay mean off. they're bad witnesses because they never see anything. Come on, if you if if you need to see a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Doors that way. Get out. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. All right. So. She eventually finds, I don't know, she finds a kid who can translate a lady and they go up to find a guy who is apparently the kid's father or something. Yeah, in a scene where they repeat footage. That to, was a glitch. That was Netflix glitching out. According to, to the IMDb trivia, yeah. it's not. Really? Yep. They just go up the stairs twice? It's just a yep. editing mistake. Okay, great. All right. Cool. I was hoping to blame it on Netflix, but no, that was fucked up. All right. Yep. Whatever. Yeah, not important, but like they... Yeah, they, they find this one guy, and he's like, it's my kid. I sent him with that dead guy to go back to Russia, and I just found out he didn't make it there. And he doesn't seem that concerned about no. the fact that he's missing or anything. He's more no. concerned about getting deported, he's I think. like, yeah, you're not going to take me to jail, are you? And then, like, Slumlord barges in. He's like, you don't have a warrant. Get the, get out. And she's like, I don't, I don't need a warrant. I'm a lady cop. Mm. I do what I want. I could have health place, services yeah, and I this place turned and, over. Yeah. And ice, whatever. The and this guy's like, about. yeah, cool, whatever. <laughs> well, the best part about it, he's, she's just ripping, kind of ripping this guy a new asshole, mm-hmm. you know, for all of his infractions and that he's a slumlord and all this. And then, like, guy gives the little girl who's been translating a name mm-hmm. and she's just like, name. And, he, and she's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't know how to turn off the I'm yelling at this guy. <laughs> right. That's that's the best part about that scene. It's just, she yeah. snaps at the person for getting a name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, so they have a name now. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, uh, Dolph Ziggler is off committing an act of war, essentially. Yeah, uh, pretty much. This uh, is such a watered down Jack Bauer moment of mm-hmm. invade the Russian consulate and start a war. He just barges in with his gun, sets off the metal detector and everyone's like, hey, and then he just beats the hell out of everybody. Like, I'm yeah. here for a reason. Stand down punches the fuck out of everyone's face uh-huh. and just goes up to the consulate's office. Yeah, and he's like, I'm 
I'm a Russian diplomat. Yeah. I have diplomatic immunity. Punch. And he stabs him in the leg with a pen and says, you don't look immune to that. Yeah. And just jabbing it around like a yeah. fucking He's like, joystick. Somebody needs to make a bomb. You tell me who would make it. Yeah. And the guy's basically like, off the record. <laughs> something, something, something. He, you know, off gives the record, him, I don't yes, know anything. Off the record. <laughs> gives him the name. Uh-huh. And then he decides he has to get out, so he does a hostage situation to get out. Right. Mm-hmm. Tells the guys, look, man, it's not worth it, all right? Yeah. I'm leaving. This guy's mm-hmm. got a pen in his leg. He's going to eventually bleed out. You should take oh, no, care of him. No, he's not going to bleed out until one of the other guards comes around the corner, yeah. and he uses him as a human shield, so... Uh, <laughs> now he's going to bleed out. Diplomatic immunity guy gets a bullet in his stomach, and now mm-hmm. he's like, all right, this dude's going to bleed out. Yeah. Which is it going to be? Take me out or save him? Mm-hmm. All right, bye. Yep. Now, after shooting the guy who shot right. the, the diplomat. Yep. But yeah, so that's how he gets away. He commits an act of war. Yes. At the Russian consulate. No big deal. Yeah, really wasn't, was it? No consequences. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. I guess he goes back to the slum apartments to meet up with Lady, and they check apartments and find a thing. They find Okay, she finds like a bunch of scrapbook photos of him winning some award, and she's like, hey, this guy Well, yeah, because they, they're going to that dude's room. Yeah. Yeah, they both go up to that room, right. and they're like, man, somebody's got a heart on for you, because yeah. it's got like a picture of his, a, cl- a newspaper clipping of his son. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, and then the, she's like, oh, this must be another kid. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, it is another kid. My kid. and My former kid. And then he's just like, we got to check the basement. Mm-hmm. So they go check the basement, thinking the kid's down there, kid's not down no. there. Yep, come back up, and Dolph's truck's been stolen. Yeah, that's never resolved either. No. Nope. <laughs> His truck is just gone. I think their rental ran out and <laughs> they had to explain it somehow. It's like we don't and he says something like that was a forty thousand dollar truck, which the fuck are you getting that money? Yeah. Although I think they explained that. Insurance later. money from his dead kid. Yeah. Because yeah. he know. sued the city for there's a scene where it's like he sued the, the city mm-hmm. for whatever the fuck happened yeah, to his yeah, kid. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's an excuse to have to force them to be in the same car all the time. Right. Because they need to exposit at each other. Yes. Because so. before that, they've been having way too many conversations stopped by the side of the road. Like, why Why are you so determined to find this kid? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And he just keeps checking his watch. Like, because it's four mm. hours till the kid dies. And she's like, well, wait, talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let's talk, talk about our feelings. Get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> just drive. Yeah. Yeah. But they, <sighs> they can't find anything. But he's like, I go, I got the contact for the bomb guy. He's mm-hmm. at this place. Yeah. Let's go check him out. So they go there and it's and he's just there building a bomb, yeah. basically. And he's like, hey, man, dude, at the consulate gave me your name. And he's like, yeah, dude was pissed at you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, I make bombs. Yeah. I make yeah. bombs all the time. <laughs> Doing one right Blowing now. Up houses for insurance money. Yeah. Killing whatever. bosses, whatever. I'm yeah. totally the bomb, yeah. dude. <laughs> you want a bomb? Come see me. I'm the bomb <laughs> and making bombs. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I kind of love this guy yeah. just because he's like, yeah, man, consulate guy's pissed off at you, but I don't care because... I'm not I'm Russian. From, I'm, I'm from Kiev. Yeah. I'm from the Ukraine. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I'm glad you stabbed him in the leg. Right. And then got him shot in the gut. Anyway, back to my bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just basically like, yeah, well, he probably got parts from this mm-hmm. thing over there. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah. Parts from a thing. And he's like, and he makes points. He's like, I didn't, you know, I didn't cash the check. Yeah. I didn't do that yet. Yeah. I, just, I, I, got I don't want to see kids get blown up. Yeah. I didn't cash the check. So like, oh, oh, also, if I you, thought do, he if didn't you know do find the kid, <laughs> I thought he didn't know it was a kid, and oh, he but me. he didn't cash the check, but he made the bomb anyway, even though he doesn't want kids blown up. Yeah, he had to know he was making like a real small, yeah. you know, vest. <laughs> if you're right? making a bomb with a child-sized jacket, <laughs> yeah. it's like, 
he knew. He just he he didn't want to get paid for it. He's got mm-hmm. standards. But he didn't. He did at least say like if, if <laughs> you find the kid, <laughs> he, do- he donates his child bombs. Right. It's what you what you can't hear is the incredulous in the look that I'm giving Chuck. <laughs> hey, look, he's a bomb maker. He can't not make bombs, but he can refuse. I mean, payment. he could. <laughs> no, bomb makers can't. Otherwise, I'd, then you get a reputation. Like, if you don't blow up kids, man, then they go to someone else. <laughs> they go down the street. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah. So he gets information from that. Yeah, they get the information, and they get outside, and shitty partner who got shot shows up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you need to come in. They're like, well, we're going to crack the case. Yeah. So, like, back off, man. And he's like, nah. Nah. And he maces him. Mm-hmm. And Ziggler's oh, like, he, Yeah. He just they, he has them roll down the window as they're getting ready to drive away and just pumps the car full of mace. And they're both just like, ah, God, what? Hey, we are also cops here. But yeah, they they drag Ziggler out and just start bonking his head on the, mm-hmm. on the hood of the car. And she's just like, why? Why are you doing this? And he's she's just like, Captain needs him back. Yeah. So he goes back to the station. And this is just a bunch of like, we found all this really obvious proof that you're behind this. Like, mm-hmm. here's you getting $2 million and opening up a bank account and doing all sorts of things. And This is kind of like last week's movie? Yeah, a little, but not really good. Yeah, <laughs> a bad version of last week's movie. It's, yeah, he's been set up for about seven seconds. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like we found these really obvious clues that left was- here for us, and it, so therefore it must be you. Meanwhile, Kane is like watching all this on a computer, yeah. just like... Yeah, it's just, mm-hmm. oh, this is good, finally. Fuck Ziggler. Yeah, yeah, like to the point where we're like, man, he's going to be revealed as like the guy who set it all up at yeah, the end. You think, I think he just can't help but look evil. I mean, yeah, that's kind of his, his shtick. You know? But yeah, but, but Ziggler makes a like, good point. He's like, would I really be this stupid? Yeah. And the other like, guy's honestly. like, and the other guy's like, yeah, you are. You're a fucking idiot, Ziggler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you would be. Yeah, and, he, they're, and he's basically doing the cop like, come on, just confess and yeah. it'll all be better. We can all, we can all go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole and Ziggler's like, I watched making a murderer. I'm not telling you shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he goes, "Come on, just do the right thing." Mm-hmm. He's like, "All right." And he stands up and just slams that dude's head into the desk. Well, the guy's like leaning against the desk, putting all his weight on one arm, and Ziggler just knocks the arm out of the way and then bashes his head down onto the table. And he's like, "Okay, time to escape." Mm. And it's just a bunch of like jumping over railings and. Cops falling downstairs and just, you know, another cop getting just, punched downstairs. Yes. Just a cop will come out of the hallway and just go, hey. And then, you know, that they will fight for half a second. And eventually, like Kane has been watching the the webcast and is like, you know, OK, I got to snap into action. And we're like, OK, we're going to get a wrestling match here for some reason. Kane versus Dolph Ziggler. And the whole time we're like, Kane better choke slam somebody in this. Otherwise, why the fuck is he in this movie? Who gives a shit. And, you know, catches up to Ziggler in the hallway and gets him by the neck. And we're like, do yes, it. Joke slam. <laughs> and he just, you know, lifts him up and is just like, knock it off. Mm-hmm. Stop this. Calm down. And Ziggler's like, yeah, all right. And then just goes, whoop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And starts running well, the other way. Doesn't he hit him in the knee because they've had Kane like kind of limping around the uh, whole they, time? He punches him in the, in the dong. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be another reason to limp around. Yeah, it was a low blow. But yeah, you know, he he keeps looking like he's going to get out of here mm-hmm. by fighting cops, but he's in a police right. you know, department. Eventually he's just, he's just a guy. So finally he gets surrounded and Kane catches up to him limping, you know, because yeah. he, he's been had this low blow mm-hmm. and he's wielding a shotgun. He's like, 
all right, fine. You yeah. want you want to play this way? And he he shoots at him, and we're like, oh shit! And, but right. he's, he's got the sandbag bullets, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, so he's just popping him with yeah. those. Like, he's all, you, want, you want another one? <laughs> like, yeah. He shoots him three times. Mm-hmm. One of which I'm pretty sure was in the dick. Yes, it was. The last one was in the dick. Yeah, I, yeah midsection. And and that's when Ziggler's like, fuck this, and just jumps on a, a interior window washer guy. <sighs> Who is right in the middle of this, just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and Ziggler just jumps right on that guy. And I love that they're like, no, don't, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't release no. that. <laughs> and the guy's like, what are you doing? And he just eventually finds the thing that'll yeah. let him zip down and zips down and gets out, runs away, mm-hmm. and just is running, just randomly running outside to which the, you know, the internal affairs cop is just driving through the parking lot. Yeah, Ginger snaps. Yeah. Come yeah. on, get in the car. She's like, hey, come on. She's like, I, I believe you because yeah. of the weird dollar amount that was tacked onto the two million. She did, she's been getting emails because she emailed ICE or something and they've been getting Russian information. Samantha Marr. Yeah, yeah. Her friend, Samantha. <laughs> right. And it just like, you busted a guy and he had $112.35 on him. And so, he, he was the brother of the guy that yeah. we just killed or and whatever. That guy went back home and they hung him. So very clearly, this is that. And plus the two million you got from the settlement for your kid. Yeah. There's your there's the there's the amount. Right. Mm-hmm. No idea what any of that meant. <laughs> no. But I don't know. I just kind of explained it. Yeah, you did. But it's just <laughs> it's it's also fast. It's just like, well, wait, who is this guy? Like mm-hmm. the the guy is who exactly? It's a it's a diehard three with a little ricochet mixed in. Yeah, but it's a diehard three where the the Jeremy Irons character is not present in the entire film. It's just yeah, like as it turns out, was shot <laughs> about a third of the way into the movie. Yeah. Right. But his plan's still unfolding yet. Sure. All right. Sure. It's just it's it's hard to have an action movie without a bad guy. Yeah. You know, they're I mean, fighting the clock because I mean, like so much so they had to they mm-hmm. had to turn the guy from the intro the the gun dealer guy into the main bad guy of the film for yeah. really no reason. That's where Dolph got the yeah that's the right. bomb maker information he went back from. to that guy. Yeah, and snuck into his house right. and was strangling him with wire. Oh, right. that's right. That's how he. That's what led yeah. him to the Russian consulate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. the about that. crazy wife in the bikini starts shooting a giant gun at him. Yes, mm-hmm. and he just runs away. Right, but now that guy is out for revenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I, this leads them to, I don't know, some sort of tree junkyard. It's, well, it's, all right. So the, the check that hadn't been cashed from the bomb maker was said something about where the guy worked, like yeah. an address. So they trust track oh, that to yeah. where he worked. Yeah. And he was the night watchman at this yeah. junkyard and the guy just comes. No, out. that was a quarry. Yeah. Was it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like a catch all for anything. It was. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, it was kind of in disrepair, but. Yeah, it was a quarry, mm-hmm. but man, none of this really matters because they they get to this place and they just wander around after talking to a guy. Yeah. Guy calls in the bad the guys. Kid's gonna be there. Yeah, kid's not there. They go to leave. Bad guys are coming down the road. The the bad guys being the gun dude from the opening scene and another car, and they confront them on the road. I, I mm. guess they chase them for a little bit and then yeah, catch up to them and corner them and get them into their car. It's like, okay, you're coming with us. Yeah. They don't kill them right then right away. Like you would figure they would. Yeah. No, they just zip tie them and put them in the back seat. Mm-hmm. And then this leads to a weird gun battle inside the car. Well, after Dolph gives a speech saying something that might've possibly been pertinent information as far as the investigation and putting this all together, but mm-hmm. it's the anniversary three year anniversary of his kid dying. Right. Mm-hmm. And that he doesn't have time for this. And he was three, about three seconds late to saving his kid that got hit by a car. 
and that he gives you, a man he gives a quote in that he's like ah you know as the guy says this such and such and then they're like who said that and he's like ah it doesn't matter it's like yeah, some guy i don't know <laughs> the weird like quoting nothing and then not attributing who your quote is to this is the dumbest waste mm-hmm. of 10 seconds i've ever seen in a screenplay mm-hmm. but yeah it's just blah 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 and then He's basically using the story as a distraction right. because he's able to knock the one guy next to him and get the gun away from him and yeah. shoot the driver yeah. and then kick the other dude out of the car where mm-hmm. he gets picked up by the other car. <laughs> he's like, follow them. We must catch them. Nothing mm-hmm. is wrong. Yeah. And, and I guess we, <laughs> he's assuring them that his shoulder is fine. Yeah. And I, and I guess we should note also that like all the Russian stuff is subtitled, but it is no like none of anything they say has any importance whatsoever. No. Also, All it ever it's is fun when there's random spelling errors yeah. and or completely yeah. wrong words. Yeah. There's one point where like <laughs> the main Russian dude's just petting a dog and he's just like, good doggy. <laughs> and they spell it with three G's and you're like, what? Yeah. Is well, that- there's, there's also a part where they it's supposed to be like, I got a name and they say Maine. Yeah. Like, yeah. As in like the hair of a lion. Right. <laughs> Big it money was also spent. Russians doing the yes. translate. They, they should have had they should have had friend of the podcast Olina doing the translation for them. Sure. Yes, it would have been yeah. accurate, but no. But, but yeah, yes. I just love that it's not anything. It's like everything they say is stuff you can just infer mm-hmm. from watching the scene. Yeah, it's be like go get them, get them. We will kill them. Yeah, they must die. It's it's stupid, yeah. but anyway. Uh, it, yeah, they, they they get into their own car or they're they've taken over the one SUV. The, the main bad guy's gotten into another another SUV. They have a little bit of a chase drive challenge thing where they're trying to, you know, just run each other off the road at very slow speeds. And then they're shooting back and forth at each other for a while, like neither car realizing that the windows are bulletproof. It's like they both just keep going back and forth, like, how come this isn't doing anything? Yeah. And eventually they both just roll down all their windows to start shooting at each other, missing wildly until... <laughs> The fat guy asked the main, the guy driving his car, where's the grenade? Yeah. <laughs> and it's in the glove box. Of course it Because that's where else well, it's funny because, it? again, because of bad editing, yeah. they, they, he pulls the grenade out and, and then like the guy explains where it is. Right. <laughs> it, it ruins the joke, really. But he pulls the gun out and then like the driver gets shot. And that just leads to, of course, like, oh, I dropped the grenade. Oh, dear mm-hmm. God. Um, yeah. And the truck up. that was going about. 50 miles an hour is now stopped and blows up. Yes. Stopped in place. Mm-hmm. No momentum, no movement. No. No. And Ziggler and Lady are just like, sweet, let's continue on to our final destination. Mm-hmm. They've found video at some point. <laughs> no, there. she had emailed the lady who had emailed her back. And then I guess they saw the video of the guy they were looking for. He had deported his brother. Mm-hmm. So that when they found the brother, that's when it, like and the guy, the brother had been working as basically the the garbage man, you know, the cleaning person for the precinct. Right. So they had footage of him and they knew that, oh, God, he's at he's the reeling in a barrel. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh, the kids at the police station, because she's like, oh, and the video was routed through your your computer. And he's like, oh, of course it was. Of course it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, they go back to the police station. Yeah. Where <laughs> Ziggler took all this time to escape from, but now yeah, they're back. Now they're back. And just going through the bowels of the police station this yeah. time. And she doesn't even contact anybody, really. No, not really. I mean, she's she's the one who's still a cop. Yeah. Yes. You know, she has full license. If she to, calls, they're not going to be like, oh, we're yeah. going to arrest you on site. Yep. Like Ziggler would. But no, 
they they go into the basement and of course there's there's a little boy and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like anatoly <laughs> yes opens the door yeah. finds this kid, kid with a bomb, bomb strapped to him, asks him his name asks him, is it you it's like no you found another red herring kid who has a bomb strapped to him don't worry <laughs> about saving him that's not the kid you're looking for but so he but just, also happens to look exactly like him yeah why does the color of his hair matter <laughs> oh god fucking hate you tonight (laughs) (laughs) oh just tonight yeah yes the jokes are particularly Mm -hmm. painful uh but he just scoops up the kid and it's just like all right come with me kid we're gonna run through the police station Mm -hmm. (laughs) so run is an overstatement trot through gingerly stopping at every person to come out and just say get out of the building now this kid has a gun or a bomb strapped to him and it'll go off in nine seconds so he has to take the kid up to the sixth floor lab because that's the only place where mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only place where they have the the nitrogen to freeze the bomb. That's where the lab is, and yeah. the technician lady from earlier in the movie. She was like, "We could freeze off the lock, and it won't trigger the thing." Yeah, the proximity alarm or whatever. So sounds good to me. They do that and slip the kid out of this thing. Goes like running off. And then just the worst CG explosion you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily, it's only on screen for about four seconds before the other cops or they cut to the yeah. other cops like, ooh. And then it's just you don't see the kid again either. <laughs> you just see Dolph come downstairs. And yeah. everyone's like, sweet, you, you save the day. And, you know, the the cop that he shot is still still down there being a dick. And he just kind of punches that guy. And Kane's like, I didn't see anything. Mm hmm. And, and Ziggler walks towards camera. Yep. Freeze frame. And a movie. And more, it. And more garbage music. <laughs> yeah. More that garbage luckily, music. Luckily, thank God in heaven above, has nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because no. I would be so fucking angry to give this a Stargrove. Yep. Yep. No. Luckily, no. I don't. No awards. Yeah. Zero awards. Yeah. But it's a weird ending because he's already killed the guy who was in charge of all of it. Mm-hmm. He saved the boy, but basically blew up an entire department of this thing, despite just being able to go outside. They didn't have the, the nitrogen outside. She couldn't meet them? She didn't no, know they were there a, because a, no one called them. It had a hose. It was stuck to the thing. Man, yeah, more was... hose. <laughs> this movie's full of hose. <laughs> but yeah, none of the things that we were saying were going to happen happened. He didn't end up with the chick. That has no bearing on anything whatsoever. They don't even speak in the last scene, really. He just walks mm-hmm. away. Uh, Kane was not behind it at all. You know? Yeah. It's just none of the things you were kind of hoping for in, in the biggest cliched ways were going to happen. They don't happen at all. Nope. Still have no idea where that kid went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just He just dropped him in the elevator. It was just like, bah, you find your own way out. Wait, yeah. you mean at the end of the movie? Yeah. No, he walks no, out he the door. He carried out the kid. He carried him out. Did he? Yep. Yeah, the kid had a dead-eyed expression on his face. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he it was probably like take twenty. Oh, yeah. It's like I just want to. Pee. I'm really tired, and yeah. technically it's two a.m., but the sun has been out all day. You mm-hmm. people live in a weird, <laughs> a weird place. Well, the Royal Rumble ends at eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So eleven plus six hours. Yeah, it would still be darkish. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now we rate it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, 
I'm ready. I yeah, go for it. Hey, then. BJ's ready. Yeah, I, for I'm, once. I'm I'm going between two, but go for it. Well, this movie promises nothing and delivers less. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, for all of the big personalities. Like to be a wrestler, you have to have a big personality. Mm-hmm. Even if you're a bland wrestler, you still have a bigger than life personality because it's what you have to do to be a wrestler. Yep. Um, you also like tend to have to be a pretty decent actor to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the same as movie acting, but you have to be able to act. Surprisingly, they picked one of the guys with the least charisma for like the least screen charisma. Uh, when he's out there in wrestling, like Dolph Ziggler can make you believe that he cares about things or that things are really happening to him. But none of that, absolutely none of that translates to the screen. Um, and also it, the, the movie itself is just a, just a mess. Mm-hmm. It's the plot is fine by itself, I guess, but they don't do a very good job getting there. And, and I don't know it. Everything looks nice, like everything's crisp, but it just feels so amateurish. Like, like they didn't spend any time and money on it. Um, like they got, they happened to have good cameras, and that's all they did. It was just have good cameras, and mm-hmm. nobody that knew how to uh, put a movie together. Yeah, it just feels like edited poorly. Just, ugh. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, I'm not like super angry at it. Not five bags down, mm-hmm. but. This movie is at least two bags, and by the time we're done with this episode, I might amend that to three. Okay. It bothered me. Mm. Hmm. Fist shaking. I will go ahead and just say where I landed, and it's not going to change before this half is over. Uh, Four bags. This is a nothing movie. There's... There's literally nothing you can point to in this and go, well, at least that. I mean, like, you could maybe point to the Rusev thing and go, well, that was a a weird inward reflection dumb thing they did there but mm-hmm. it's like it has a couple of minor car chases that are nothing if there's any gunplay at all it's nothing if there are any fight scenes it's like Dolph will just kick somebody or do a real quick thing and then that's it there's no extended anything it's like for whatever this is supposed to be action thriller whatever there's there's just nothing and like I said, having absolutely no villain whatsoever is odd. It's yeah. like, what is the motivation? I mean, it's like Dolph kind of seems interested in saving this kid, but no one else really does, you know, because the two times he goes back to the police station, they're all there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're all just, just there hanging out. out like no one is looking for this kid. They're not so, looking for Dolph either. Who like I know <laughs> shot someone in the Russian embassy. Yeah, there's no APB on anything. <laughs> so yeah. It's just, I don't know, and it's it's really disappointing when you see, like, the people who wrote it, because, like, even though their pedigree isn't great, you know, one guy wrote Predators, which had stuff happen in it. The other guy has written stuff for the longest time, 16 oh, yeah. Blocks, The Expendables 2, The Magnificent Seven reboot. Yeah, The Mechanic. Yeah, I mean, those are things. I mean, ha- stuff they're happens. Not, they're not great, but they're, they're solid genre pick movies. Yes, and this is just... it. I, I have no ill will towards this. It's just a nothing movie. There's just nothing to it. And I don't, I have nothing bad to say about Dolph. I just don't think that they gave him anything to do. There's no, 
you know, his biggest moment of acting is when he just has to stare at a piece of paper that has his kid's picture on it and look sad and be silent for 30 seconds. And that's it. There's barely any speechifying. There's hardly any emotion to be had. It's mm-hmm. just he's cocky cop who has a troubled backstory and that's all he gets. And the rest of it is just him arguing with the lady. She's the best thing about it. She gets like the best like lines and attitude and stuff like that. Yeah, I just, you know. Yeah. It's it's disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing, but I didn't hate it nearly to the level you guys did. All right. At all. I mean, it's it's one of those movies that's not giving us anything we haven't seen somewhere else mm-hmm. a dozen times, you know, especially in the direct-to-video market where mm-hmm. it's just like, all right, you know, and 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 Ziggler doesn't really have much charisma. And he's got a weirdly high-pitched voice that doesn't work for me as far as being an action hero type person. Yeah. But yeah, she is the best part. And there's a there's a couple good moments as far as like, especially her reaction to that one guy suddenly saying the kid's name where she's just like, what? <laughs> being pissed. But um, I can... I'm only giving it one bags. And that's only because I think... There's so much direct-to-video stuff that's the same thing as this Mm -hmm. and done better. But, I mean, I could just as easily give it one jocks. Like, it's almost one of those that just falls so so firmly in the middle for me of just like, eh, that, you know, one bags. I I just feel like, yeah, there's plenty of other stuff you could waste 93 minutes on. Mm -hmm. But it is weird, like, that these screenwriters have written a lot of stuff that is way better. Like pick any of those. Yeah. Except maybe expendables Two, Cause expendables Two is just anger inducing because of all the wasted potential there. There's I, still so much better stuff in expendables Two than, than this. I mean, yeah. as frustrating as that movie is for what it does wrong, there's still some stuff in there. That's pretty good. Eh. There's some stuff you can point to in expendables Two and go, okay, that there's nothing in this. You can point to. And yeah. Go, that, you that, should see this scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, but it's only one bags for me. I didn't despise it, but it's okay. It's it's not. It's can't even be a light recommendation. Uh, yeah, I did know that. I don't really have anything to add. I don't know. I mean, I I, I liked it better than all this. I mean, I'm only giving it a one bag because I think like there's some technical problems with it. Honestly, I don't understand the hate. Like, I mean, it's just it's yeah, it's, it's what it's, we like, and it's like it's if, just, it, if it didn't have like that repeating scene and bad subtitles and some shit CG here and there. I don't understand why this is any better or worse than anything else we've ever watched. <laughs> That's it. All right. Yeah. The greatest curse is mediocrity. I mean, it's, it's literally, it, it's fine. I mean, this movie is, like I said, if it weren't for those little t- technical hiccups, I, I just don't, I, 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 I will say, I, I don't I, get the snark that's been in this entire episode. So I just been shutting the fuck up. Yeah. So. <laughs> I will say I, I, as soon as the movie was over, I was thinking to myself, we're not going to remember this in two months. Somebody's going to say, hey, you guys watch Countdown. And we're going to be like, <laughs> really? what is that? And they're going to be like, it's that movie with Dolph Ziggler in it. And we're going to be like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to confuse it with like, uh, what was the one that was every 90s movie that had Littlefinger in it and John Cena? 12 Rounds. Oh, oh right, yeah. Rounds. We're going like, to confuse everything that was in that movie with 12 Rounds. Okay. I guarantee it. Yeah. Well, it was funny because like we were like, when we heard the backstory of this, we're like, did was there a weird like... 12 round sequel where the kid got kidnapped and Dolph mm-hmm. didn't succeed. And that's what led to this. That yeah. would have been well, something. Rounds was like a literal beat for beat. Die Hard three. I mean, this is yeah. 
at least a little bit different. Well, and it know. is interesting that so many people like in the Letterboxd reviews mm-hmm. that I just skimmed before we started here were mm-hmm. like, apparently they sold this movie on that scene during the wrestling match. And they made it seem like, oh, it's Die Hard at a wrestling match. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I, it's like, the, it's like, the only bit of like this Van that Damme's, I saw. Yeah, like Van Damme's sudden death type thing. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, yes. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler's fighting crime during a <laughs> during WrestleMania. He's trapped within an arena. Yeah. And, where, yeah. no, that's like 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, this was just a, a standard turn off your brain and watch a movie for 90 minutes thing. There's mm-hmm. like nothing anger inducing. There's nothing to remember really either. But it was just, I was enjoying it while it was happening. And then when it was over, it was like, okay, cool. Yep. Click. <laughs> yep. On that note, <laughs> let's take a break. All right, and welcome back. Hey, hey. Bamcast. Second half. The it second is. half. <laughs> this is the second half. This is the second half. Uh, what are we doing this half? Uh, I think we talk about movies and stuff. Good idea. I have some. <laughs> uh, so I had some last week, but we were going way late, so uh, I didn't talk about them. But these are some movies that I have watched over the past few weeks. Uh, the first two are kind of connected in a weird way, even though they're not really. But thematically, I would say they will. They are. Uh, so the first one I want to talk about is Lucy, the Scarlett Johansson joint. Oh, man. Yeah. Finally, that was just sitting on the DVR forever. And I was just like, you know what? Let's just see what this is about. That's dumb. So that is <laughs> it's great. a comic book origin movie that also just ends like that's the end of the story. <laughs> there is mm. no that character will not be returning in Lucy, too. Um, I thought it was Ghost in the Show. Maybe it is, <laughs> which is unfortunate. So that movie, there's a there's a fine line for that movie. You're either like super on board with that movie or it's the stupidest fucking shit you've ever seen. It's man, it's a delicate balance, that entire movie. I think by the time it was over, I was like, I can admire that movie's creativity. You know, that mm-hmm. that movie went for it. I don't necessarily like all the ideas that they came up with. So like whatever tier of your brain you unlock, it just unlocks this weird thing that just like, what, why? But I don't know it. That movie, you're right. That movie fucking goes for it. Yes. It it is not shy about its premise at all. And I love, I love like the first 15 to 20 minutes of that movie, like really not Mm -hmm. knowing much more about it than what the vague trailers told me. The way that movie sets itself up, I think, is fascinating in in that it just goes for like this. Here's this character. You don't know anything about her. Oh, God, she is in the worst situation possible. How does this get from point A to point B? Then you find out and it's like, well, this is fucking nuts. Like, how, how does this even happen? I still don't know what happened on that plane. Yeah. How that how anything on the plane resolved itself. Yeah. I, Yes, they're just like it, it. It almost feels like they just cut a scene. Yes, and they're just like, all right, we're we're back here now. Yeah, th- yes, exactly. There was sort of a point where I was just like, wait, hold on. Yeah, why I, is? <laughs> how did you survive that? Yeah, but uh, I, I, I think that's something worth watching. It's it it's interesting, and even if even if you I come think- away from it and you're like, that's fucking stupid, you got to at least admire something that just mm-hmm. doesn't give a shit and just goes and i i think my main disappointment with that movie is that 
some of the weird stuff it does in the beginning, like just cutting to animals killing each other yes. and stuff like that, that goes away. And by the end, it's just like, all right, we're doing this. Yes. The constant stock footage, especially during the first half of the film that that is cut around Morgan Freeman giving a, a speech. Yeah. And his speech is punctuated with all the stock footage. And it's just like. What amateur fuck is directing this? Oh, no, I was all about that shit. Yeah, it just, I mean, obviously, it's not an amateur fuck. It's a song, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, at, at not not remembering that when I was first started watching it, I was like, what is this? Like, who thinks this is a good idea to intersperse all this footage? I mean, it's all like nice high def stock footage, but still, it's like hippos shitting out mm-hmm. babies. And it's yep. just like, gross <laughs> movie. No, I don't want this. But yeah, that's that's just kind of a fascinating thing. And like if that had been some sort of Marvel origin story, people would just love the shit out of it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of a shame that it wasn't a thing that could be expanded on because I think it goes some fascinating places. But I don't know. You just open up 100 percent your brain and vaporize yeah. into, into nothing or <laughs> whatever weird apple swiping time travel shit she does it's yeah i don't know but so that leads into the second movie uh which is doctor strange uh another movie that just kind of fucking goes for it and doesn't really wait for the audience to catch up with it again coming at these things with no marvel knowledge whatsoever except what i've seen in the movies doctor strange for me was a lot like i want to say a lot like the first thor not in terms of entertainment wise, but just in terms of like universe building. Yeah. Because, you know, you got Iron Man. It's just he's a guy and he builds a suit of armor. It's still Earth. It's still everything, you know, it's just a guy now can fly around in a suit of armor. And how is he going to deal with that? Captain America. He's a tiny guy. He gets big and punches mm-hmm. Nazis. You know, I mean, these are things where you're just like, OK, that's the simple thing. Now we can establish it and move on. Thor had to create like this whole universe and you're like, what is all this stuff? And, you know, finally they bring it to Earth and you figure out what's going on. Doctor Strange is like Harry Potter universe folding and it's just it's high concept. What the fuck is happening? And it's not hard to follow. It's just a lot of information. It's not a simple one thing like now you will learn how to do a magic trick. It is now you will learn how to fold time in half and call in other universes to collapse this universe and do all crazy things. Um, I liked it. I don't know if I loved it. It's it's kind of when it's over, you're like, well, okay, that was a thing. You know, I mean, it just it there were things about it, individual components of it that I really liked. But I think maybe overall it was just like, yeah, I'm pleased that they got to do that. You know, I'm pleased that the Marvel Universe got so big that it got to do the like it's doing the Ant-Man's and the Doctor Mm Strange's these just nutty ideas. And the effects in it are really good, I think, for the most part. I the the weird spark magic wand casting things that they do is, is an mm. interesting look. But yeah, I, you know, we've talked a lot about Dr. Strange, but yeah. I liked it. I liked it too. You yeah. Know, it, it's all right. I, you know, when I, I say it's like Thor and then when I talk about Thor and Thor two, those are, but like my least Marvel movies because they're just so ultimately not memorable. Um, I, I think Dr. Strange is better than that. It's just Thor like in its universe building. So yeah. Yeah. It's a, you know what you're getting now. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's Marvel's biggest problem is all of their Avengers type stuff is basically like, here's here's what you're getting, but just a little bit of a tweak. You know, like Ant-Man has like the heist movie thing going on. And this one just has kind of the 
they do all feel like, even though they are very different, they all do feel like they're following some kind of formula. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like there's a blueprint that they're all using, and it's just the details that are different. Yeah, but it's like you know you've got your like plucky secondary characters, and you know they're kind of the real heroes of things, and you know they're the grounded character who it's just there's a sameness to it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's Marvel fucking with visions that the directors have of trying to really go for it. And they're like, no, no, hold on, rein it in just a little bit here. Mm -hmm. Let's, let's, let's keep it to this. So yeah, there is that kind of like, yeah, it's a Marvel movie. You know, you just, you just feel it, but still, you know, (laughs) I've yet to hit one where I'm just like, man, that Marvel movie fucking sucked. Yeah, I mean the worst are Fantastic Four. Well, I, I <laughs> yeah, mean, well, like that's, you know, that's also fine. The yeah. official Marvel, yeah, movies. this other side Marvel project. Yeah, because like, I mean, as much shit as we give <laughs> Thor two, it's basically just an average movie. Yeah, you know, it's just not memorable. Yeah. I got another, but I'll defer. Okay, Harlow's got some. Yeah, some so um, I, I've gone a few episodes without continuing Project Pinball or Project Pinball Project Silver. Ball silver screen. Yes. I, I'm never going to come up with a name for this, by the way. I just want you to know that pinball project project pinball silver ball silver screen. <laughs> sure, that's a yeah easy. Um, <laughs> so I kind of like this one was brought up actually a few uh, episodes ago. Um, somebody wrote into us about it, and then it kind of made me go, "Hey, wait, that was actually a pinball table because it mm-hmm. wasn't a very massively produced one." I watched 1998's Lost in Space because <laughs> oh. it's, it's available on Netflix. Oh. All right. Um, oh dear. So. Uh, much like the, I believe it was an email that came to us, uh, yep. it said, I, the, 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 my main takeaway from this is sadness because <laughs> when this came out, um, I was super high on Gary Oldman and I just liked him villain vilifying and everything like just go for it, be crazy villain. Um, so I think I was, just, I was on board with this movie mostly because of that. This movie is like 90% utter fucking garbage. <laughs> like just, <laughs> Holy shit! Like if you ever, if anybody is ever like, I, what are you talking about? When were when were CGI effects bad? You show them this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one that you want to show them mm-hmm. um, that says, "Look, this is why CGI will not stand the test of time, and why models are better." Um, because I'm sorry, you look at this movie from near near 20 years ago now, and you take a movie today that you think looks, "Holy shit, that's so realistic," and you go 20 years from then, that's going to look like shit. However, if you go back to something like The Thing, which is now going on fucking almost 40 years, yeah. mm-hmm. that still looks fucking amazing, and mm-hmm. it will forever. So, that being said, the special effects are terrible. Um, <laughs> let's talk about what else is terrible that I'd somehow managed to purge from my brain. Um, LeBlanc? He's actually one of my, the only things I think is fine, and I think it's just because he's full-on fucking Joey throughout yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> and it's, given 1998, that's somehow fine to me. Like, I, I don't really have a problem with that. And I also don't have a problem. I, I don't have a problem with, like, the four main adult leads. Mm-hmm. They all kind of are serviceable. I mean, w- William Hurt somehow f- fell into this, like, I'm going to be fine on screen, but I'm not going to be as good as you know I can be. And it's and it happens somewhere around here. Yeah. Um, Where it's just like, yeah, that dude's a real actor, but he's just not going to really show it. He's going to show up in movies that he pretty much beneath him and just kind of be there and he's fine he shows some range but it's just he doesn't do much and mm-hmm. and you know Mimi Rogers is fine like you know 
being motherly and bossy and all the things that oh, she needs I to be. That was Mimi Rogers. Yeah, and it's like, and and like I said, I still like Gary Oldman. I mean, mm-hmm. even though what happens to him by the end of that movie is so fucking stupid. <laughs> um, again, I don't know how I'd forgotten that or forgiven it or whatever, but that is the dumbest path to an endpoint I've ever seen. Does he merge with something or he gets scratched by a robot space spider and eventually turns into a giant robot space spider hybrid thing. Right. right. Um <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. And then I mean as the email said, I mean I feel like I'm I'm rehashing a lot of this, but I, I honestly kind of didn't pay attention to the email because I knew this was on the list of things to watch. I was only kind of half listening to it. Mm-hmm. The fucking space monkey is <laughs> one of the worst goddamn things ever created and put onto screen. It it makes Jar Jar look like <laughs> a fucking Orson Welles creation. It, it's atrocious. It mm. looks awful. It serves no fucking purpose in the movie. It's just like, here's a thing the kids might like. Yeah. And that's it. That, that, that no was that was, that, the was show, the, so. that was the fucking end of that conversation. There yeah. was nothing like and it can do this and it will save the day. Nope, it just shows up and CGI shits all over that movie for the scenes that it's in. Um, there's literally no purpose for that thing to exist. Like, there's it doesn't it gets introduced and they're like ah oh, thing and that's it. Like it just it hangs around and, and makes stupid fucking noises. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> that's yeah, that's space monkeys for you. <laughs> yeah, I, but. I don't even know if I want to get into the other things. Like, so one thing I, I will counter one thing that I heard in the email, like. They were like, oh, it's weird. Matt LeBlanc's here, and the only thing he has to hit on is is kids. And I'm like, Heather Graham was like almost 30 years old when she made this. Right. And she's a doctor. She's not a kid. And she was in Boogie Nights the year before. She's hot. Get over it. You know? <laughs> right. Like, the little sort of flirty... Like, it's more... There's a thing with the Lacey Chabert character, which, goddamn, don't even get me started on her. They made her, like, some kind of weird demon offspring of like Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice and Robert Smith. I don't know. Like they were cool. like, I don't know. You goth kids will like this, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you got to get the goth kids sure. into, the, into the theaters to watch um, the sci-fi movie. Goth kids. They were big fans yeah, of this, Lost in Space. Love that Lost in Space. But like there's a there's like she's flirty with him in like one scene and he's just kind of like, yeah, I guess I'm hot here. Wink. And that's it. Like there's nothing creepy beyond that. Like, I don't know. I think he just was like trying to like nowify you know like have a current day issue with a movie right it's barely there okay it really is like i mean she's weird and like they they dress her inappropriately for her age in that movie there's some of that weirdness but it's not it's nothing about to do with the matt leblanc character really Hmm. but yeah i mean that movie is just god it's like it's like they painted themselves in a corner and they're like what's the stupidest way we can get out of this and they found it (laughs) so i mean i'm not going to speak anymore i mean i already talked about robot you know dr smith uh-huh robot spider dr smith but yeah the, the ending's even stupider than that i and i don't i honestly don't know what the fuck i remember from this movie that i thought i liked it i i seriously have no idea um and even the the great like apollo 440 cover of the of the as we said is 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 fucking it's blown by because the dialogue dialogue clips in the fucking song yeah that's yeah that's terrible yeah Rock and roll. It's so good. Otherwise, <laughs> I, like that man. I fucking love Electronica from that era. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, there was some good late '90s Electronica going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they pick they pick some good tracks. I mean, and and not like other than like Get Busy Child. That was like the only one they picked. Where it's like, oh well, yeah, that's obvious. But like mm-hmm. like going. I mean, in '98 they picked a Fat Boy Slim and they went with like Everybody Needs a 303. That's like, oh yeah, that's that not, is like that's not the normal. That's like deep 
deep deep tracks off yeah. of the album, you know. Like I'm just saying, like I, I appreciate it for things like that. But hmm. man, like I, I will say, like I the guy the dude that made the music, like the you know the original music for it, fucking went for it in that movie. And it's like I don't even know who that dude is, but like I I almost like was having that like ricochet, like is this fucking Alan Silvestri? Like what the hell is going on? Like, it's, <laughs> it like the, the points where it was like let's bring in music. It was like I'm going for it. This will be the one they remember me by, and huh. then they put a fucking space monkey in there. And it all, so. <laughs> so it nullified yeah. the awesome remember music. me by my space monkey. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's unfortunate because like some of the design stuff is actually really cool. Yeah, like basic spacesuit ideas. I know it's like it's all kind of weird you know accentuate form fitting armor th- stuff but like it's design- john williams by the way it in lost in space yeah no the original theme not this fucking movie john williams not the goddamn movie is some dude i looked it up that's he did the original lost in space theme oh really okay. yeah he did not do this movie <laughs> okay you know all right i then. would have remembered that okay yeah no Sorry. it's some dude who's like gone on to make shitloads of tv stuff but um <laughs> my apologies yeah uh <laughs> What was I saying? No, it's it's like you could point out and go like that's stupid. It's form fitting, but like aesthetically, like designs and, and and whatnot wise, there's some really cool stuff going on with the costumes and ship design. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like I said, it just gets lost in like a, every time we go external to the ship, it's shitty, shitty CGI, and then you know other dumb CGI throughout. So like it, it, it's just it's it's an unfortunate movie because I think like if they made it now, we we actually get an interesting Lost in Space movie. Like it just needed five more years in the oven to bake CG. I think. Mm-hmm. And take out the fucking space monkey. Anyway, it's I kind of wish they would do that. I kind of wish they would go back to movies that relied heavily on CG, like mid to late '90s movies mm-hmm. that were blown because mm-hmm. the CG wasn't ready yet, and just try it again. You Man. honestly almost could like special edition this movie, but there's still so much dumb. I don't think you could completely. <laughs> like, I mean, like the this iteration of the movie, there's still a lot of dumb dialogue. I mean, in fact, mm-hmm. there's one that stuck out in my head. I know there's a ton of dumb, dumb lines in this, but there is one like they have established Heather Graham is daughter of, you know, famous scientist dude. She is a doctor in her of herself. She's not just a pretty face. And she w- literally walks into one situation and goes, I don't like the sound of that sound. <laughs> and that's her. That's her line. That's that's mm-hmm. a bad line. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, please move on. OK, talk about something. Well, there. I'm going to talk about one more movie. All right. So I went into this next movie not expecting much, but it had people in it I like, and it seemed to be an interesting situation. So I was like, ah, whatever, this will be just something we throw on and we'll see how good this is. Uh, that movie is Deepwater Horizon. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's the one about where saves the, the thing. Yeah. The, the oil rig blows up yeah. around Marky Mark and yeah. Marky Mark has to get no, out. No, 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 no. Uh, no. And then... Uh, fuck was it who actually who's the actor guy that had like the science thing he was going to do it was like somebody you wouldn't fucking th- in the real life situation the gulf spill isn't this what this was about yes like, correct me come on I'm, I'm forgetting fucking history it was like somebody weird like ted danson was like i have a thing that can solve this oh yeah someone did have like a i forget who that was I, it wasn't you're ted right. danson, but it was like somebody was like what yeah this fuck? person has a solution to the the oil problem yeah i remember what yeah. you're talking about but mm-hmm. i can't remember who it is okay anyway so this movie um it it is kind of exactly what you think it's going to be but also really intense and the the effects and stunt work and situations are really well done like looking at this movie this is the kind of movie that you 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 look at everything this how it's composed how it's put together how it's shot how it's all of it and you wonder like how something like like this didn't go up for awards it's 
it's a remarkable piece of filmmaking, I'll say. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly moving. And there's a moment towards the end of this film where Marky Mark made me cry. Like, there, there's acting what? from Marky Mark that actually was like, holy shit, I feel so bad for this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel so bad for this guy. And it's it, like, when the credits rolled on this thing, my wife and I were just like, that was a good movie. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's and it's one of those movies where just like people keep showing up like actors that you weren't like I didn't I didn't even know Kurt Russell was in this. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that John Malkovich was in this. I didn't, like all these people are in this movie and like Malkovich is doing a really bad Cajun accent and it's fucking hilarious it's like as every bit as bad as his russian accent is in rounders yeah his Cajun, he's going for cajun in this like he just watched that oh. justin wilson pbs I am, I am cajun B. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he just watched an episode of that and was like i got this and then just tries to do it and it's just like oh man what is he doing and it's hilarious and it just adds to the proceedings because he's just like he's a shit character like his character is a piece of shit and just hearing him talk like that, you're like, fuck you and your stupid accent. Just yeah. Fuck you. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a simple, it's not a simple situation, but it's a it's a simple premise of just like, we should maybe not do this thing. Uh, the guys are telling us to do this thing. Do the thing. Uh, everything blew up. Now we got to get out. And that's it. I mean, there's really not anything more than that. It's just t- it takes place over a couple of hours. Um, but it is, man, I you watch it and you wonder how people didn't die making it. Like there are some some things that stuntmen do where you're just like they're dead. That person died, <laughs> but they didn't. So uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's surprisingly really solid. Like really well made. And it's directed by Peter Berg, who you know can put a movie together. Uh, he shows up in it, of course, to continue his his SAG <laughs> card renewal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seems to be doing like the recent history movies. Yeah, because like right after this, they made the Boston Marathon. Thing. Yeah, like three months after this. I don't even know how they did that. Yeah, um, I still always remember the events of Battleship. <laughs> hey, man, when, when the aliens attacked us with pegs, <laughs> they drifted that battleship and they drifted that fucking battleship. And it's awesome. I don't care, man. I will defend Battleship to my yeah, dying breath. Don't mess around with pegging. <laughs> Boo. He also did Hancock, didn't he? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Movie's all right. That's right. Didn't Vince Gilligan write it and then he directed yeah, it? Yeah, I believe so. Crazy. Yeah. Why is Hancock not better? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's almost there. It's yeah. like there's something here, but I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, Deepwater Horizon. That's a thing. That should be watched. Okay. Okay. So. That's weird because I, I mean, I just, I see these movies now and I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't want this like thing that happened two, three years ago as a movie right now. I, I kind of felt that way, too, but also going into it, I was like, you know what? I don't know anything about this. Like, I don't know enough about it. And just, and my memory was wrong about it. Like, I thought this was, oh, no, I guess that is what happened. So I, I don't know. I just I I just have a, I have a problem with how fast a movie is made out of current event thing now. Like, it seemed to me like we had a respectful time passing thing before. And now it's yeah, just like I've, shit the movie out. Get it out there. Wasn't it like United ninety three and uh, Oh yeah, World that Trade was, Center were like five years later. They were United ninety three was a lot sooner than that. Yeah, they they were they were uncomfortably close to. It. I thought it. I thought they were like two thousand five, two thousand six, uh, somewhere in there. And World Trade Center was the one where because those were the ones that really felt like, what are you guys doing? United ninety three kind of felt like a thing. Uh, yeah, it, it was five years. That one kind of felt like a yeah. Maybe you could tell that story. Yeah, they both were. That's. 
they still, I just, I don't know that, that to me for something like that, that's too fucking soon. World Trade Center felt like that was the, like, I remember like right after it happened, all they like, for some reason, like shoved microphones in Oliver Stone's face. Like, so when you do in the World Trade Center movie, he was like, never we Hollywood mm-hmm. has gotten together and had a meeting and we will never make these movies. And then, yeah. of course, you know, of course they fucking did. Yeah. But. Now he's doing like Snowden movies. It's yeah. like, come on. <laughs> yeah. That's this is my let, bread and butter now, man. <laughs> yeah. Let it fucking breathe, yeah. guy. But like the the Boston Marathon movie, I looked at that trailer and was like, no, man, that's way too soon. And w- what could you possibly do that would be more compelling than that 12 hours of news footage mm-hmm. of just watching that from start to finish? But then, you know, I watched Deepwater, Deepwater Horizon and was like, oh, shit, this is a respectfully done educational thrill ride thing, mm-hmm. you know, which is not I don't think disrespects the people who died on that thing. I It's very moving how they treat those people. So mm-hmm. I'm interested now to see the Boston Marathon movie. I have no idea what it's called. Boston Down Patriots Marathon. Day. Patriots Day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to that. I no, just, I mean, that, well, that's also what they decided to call the holiday. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the mm-hmm. right now new holiday. Yes. So. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. I mean, I know you said you like Sully, too. I just, I mean, again, I was just like, mm. Sully was. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to pull the too soon card. I'm just like, it's too soon for me to care about it in a, because to me, ultimately, movies are still entertainment. And, it, and on some level. I need to be entertained, not dwelling on shit that happened. I mean, you know, I know nothing technically bad. I was going to say, Sully. I know nothing bad happened there. He saved the day. But a, it's like. He's a champion of the human spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it's just. I, I, yes, I understand yeah. what you're saying. I don't want two years from now to be watching the 2016 election movie. You know, like. Well, uh, they're making it. Oh, great. HBO has already signed the, the deal to make that movie. We'll see. Okay, so HBO things feel different somehow. Like they don't, they don't generally have the stakes that the, like a big screen movie has. Fair enough. They're they're they do feel more like docudrama, and that to me feels different. Like okay. a movie, movie feels like it's it's its sole purpose is for entertainment. And going out to see it is the yeah. different. It's like oh yeah, recount is on HBO. Let's watch that. Right. Got it. Um, one more thing, real quick. The other night I rewatched Trapped in Paradise for some stupid reason. I was just like I wanted a Nick Cage movie. I completely forgot that that so existed. did I. I completely forgot that existed. Yeah. Uh, for good reason. It's it's one of the most nothing comedies of that era. Like, there's mm-hmm. really nothing to it. I misremembered that movie so much, though. I thought that Lovitz and Dana Carvey were the crazy people and Nick Cage was the straight man having to deal with them. No, Nick Cage is fucking off his rocker in that movie. Like, had no direction and was just, like, singing his dialogue and doing weird-ass crazy things. Like, if you just want a weird... Nick Cage performance in a movie where it doesn't look like you're going to get it mm-hmm. trapped in paradise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was like one in the morning and I'm laughing my ass off, just covering my mouth. So I'm not waking up people in the house. Just random fits of Nick Cage. Just like, Bleh! and you're just like, Whoa, mm-hmm. <laughs> did someone tell you to do that? <laughs> did, did anyone in the scene know you were going to do that? <laughs> so that's just an odd one. So you want a voicemail? Yes. Because BJ and I didn't watch shit. Nope. Yeah, Sorry. I, I want a voicemail. Busy week. Hi, guys. Justin Farrell from Alliance, Nebraska. I thought I'd update you a little bit on uh, when you did the Don the Dragon Wilson movie last week. Um, I worked with him, like I said, on Blood Fist 7 Manhunt, and I thought I'd give you a little more uh, inside gossip. But he was absolutely a nice guy. The cast and crew loved him. And uh, the only time he ever got down was at one point where – 
you know, shooting a scene, getting a little bit of a downtime, and then he goes, you know, he said, um, Roger Corman keeps telling me if I make these movies, man, I'll, you know, keep making this direct-to-budgets, direct-to-video budget stuff, you know, someday I'll be a big star. He's promised me that. He goes, you know, just keep cranking these out. One day you'll hit it big. And the movie that was big at that time was Demolition Man. He goes, you know, Roger tells me I'm going to open a movie as big as Demolition Man. And that was the only time he got down. Like, he, he put his head down for a little bit. He just goes, you know, just got to keep making these movies. And I really felt bad for the guy because here it is 20-some years later. And sadly, he's still not an A-lister. And to let you know how clean cut he was, I know I'm starting to ramble on, but he did a movie called Black Bill with the bad alien from I Come in Peace. And he said he co-wrote the movie. He was really proud of it. And then in the movie, when they started making it, they got into some incestuous overtones. And Don said, I pulled my name off the movie right away because he said, I do not want to be associated with anything like that. He goes, I'm proud of my clean cut reputation and how, you know, how well he was doing in films and how there was no bad press about him whatsoever. And he really, he really dug that. So hopefully I haven't rambled on too long, guys. And I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. Wow. It's a bummer because he sounds like such a good dude. Don, the genuine good guy. (laughs) The dragon, Wilson. (laughs) Yeah, I, we just we haven't hit his, you know, his magnum opus yet. We haven't hit that like this is the Don the Dragon Wilson movie. Oh, I'm sure it's see. out there. I mean, he's got a hundred of them, so it's got to be one of them. But you know, the two that we've done so far aren't it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? I mean, I don't have any issue with him. I mean, there's there's <laughs> a lot of co- sort of unsung action heroes. I mean, we found plenty of them. I mean, yes. Steve James never had any kind of breakout role where it was like, oh, that's shit, that's Steve James. People like us go, oh, shit, that's Steve James. But right. you ask the average person, yeah, you know, nothing. I mean, even, you know, he's, he's one of the hundred people that appeared as himself in the player. But, you know, it's like you know, that was just he was just there. I, I, yes. someone <laughs> went, oh, shit, you're Steve James. Come on in here. We got a role for you. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there are other like super famous actors also in that movie who are just there like staring at paintings on the walls. Like, right. look over there, there's Rod Steiger, and it's just like him looking at a painting, and then that's it. It's like, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got you know his filmography. He's got sixty five movies, so there's got to be something in there. Yeah, we like Blood Fist, right? Blood Fist was okay, but its budget hurt it. It yeah. was not. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only like twenty seven more, right? Uh, yes, there <laughs> the blood fists. They don't get into double digits, I don't think. Mm. But uh, well, except there's the quad digit one where it's like it goes to the future. <laughs> yeah. Blood fist twenty fifty. Yeah, which you know it'll probably be twenty fifty before we get there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor guy. What they say that one was black belt. Black belt. Yeah. Hmm. I'm guessing he's still in it, but took his name off the writing credit. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of can't appear in the movie and then have your name removed from the movie. Yeah, no, that's hard. Whereas script, it's easier to get your name taken off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is, Black Belt, 1992. So the moral of the story is don't put incestuous undertones in your movie. Well, if you want Don the Dragon to have writing credit, I guess. <laughs> and really, that's I, I really, just that good one advice for anything. Yeah, that one doesn't need a oh, caveat. Oh, okay. <laughs> just don't, don't put it in your movie. Just don't do it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but that's me the script doctor talking i'm just saying there's some, some good yeah, movies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. part no there's some we good movies really that have this. that in it i mean this is a blanket statement no i know there'd be no chinatown there'd be no like i know spoilers sorry fuck i don't know what the limit is 
Yeah. No, I think a, a lot of movies, not a lot of movies, but some movies, and I'm guessing Black Belt is probably one of them, where some producers like, come on, let's fight this, spice this up. And it's like, no, dude, no, mm-hmm. not necessary. Please don't. Although, didn't we joke about that all through Blood Fist? Wasn't there like a strange, like we didn't know what relation yeah. they were? <laughs> yeah. And it seemed, I mean, it wasn't weird, but we made it weird because they never introduced who the, the female lead was. And we're like, is that his sister or girlfriend or who is that? So. Yeah. Get a point there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right. So maybe. Maybe you can be in a movie. Yeah. If your movie's Chinatown or Blood Fist. Right. <laughs> Or it's everything Game else. Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. well, that's not a movie. Uh, but you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Well, okay. Put, here, here, here's the here's the deal. If you're going to put incestuous things in your movie, don't be like, eh. That can't be your <laughs> yes. like. That can't be the reason Good. for it being there. Right. Yes. It has to be like uh, your reaction needs to be oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh. It, it not, can't be. Oh. Eh? Yeah. It has to be. Eh. Exactly. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Yeah, there's you have to have the right intents. Yes. I also want to point out that <laughs> Black Belt was remade two years later. <laughs> Ooh, with a lady. <laughs> well, then. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We should get out of here. Okay. But first, we should give contact information. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess I'll do that. Um, Please. BMFcast.com. Check the right-hand side. There are a bunch of buttons that take you to all of our social stuff. Email us at bmf at bmfcast.com. Send us tweets at BMFCast or give us a call on the Garfield phone 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263. And hit us up on our Patreon at patreon.com slash BMFCast where you can give us money in exchange for more podcast. So much more podcast. Too many podcasts. <laughs> really more podcasts than amount in a day. <laughs> you couldn't listen to them all. Yeah. But they're there if you want them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we will give them to you. And you don't have me. to listen to them all. I mean, you can listen yeah, to the ones pick, that are pick and choose. interesting to you. you mm-hmm. I mean, we, we don't grade you based on completion percentage. We do not. Yeah. We don't even have any idea yeah, we, we, about we your completion percentage. We have no idea whatsoever. Yeah. We just throw it out there and hope you maybe keep track somebody if you want, enjoys it. Yeah, we have yeah. no stats whatsoever. <laughs> all we know is the number of Patreon subscribers we have. That we so. know. Yeah, we do. But we what do. you listen to? Yeah. No idea. Not a clue. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, uh, did we cover everything? I think we did. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Banffcast Out.